Hello, you lovely lot. I hope all is well. I hope all is good. Welcome back to the next episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk about definitions, what they mean, how you might currently kind of define things, how you kind of talk to yourself, how you ultimately need to be kind to yourself. And yes, I got it in early. Yes, because I want you to roll your eyes straight off the bat. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you are good. Right, so with kind of definitions, when I kind of talk to clients, I kind of really, really stress to them that I want them to define um, what we're kind of working towards. Because like, obviously at first this can initially be like very hard. Like it can just be, Ben, I want to lose some weight, but really, really trying to kind of um, define what that is right because it is hard otherwise it is really hard it sometimes that's why we kind of the term of sort of falling off the wagon um kind of appears because we don't really know what we're what we are going after right we kind of get kind of wound up we get a little bit excited we get a bit anxious all these kind of feelings and then it's like hang on a minute why am i actually doing this and we fall off that term you've probably heard before but it's not a thing so kind of today is about i want you to unlearn <laughs> unlearn not learn anything i want you to think about and kind of really process the things that you kind of say to yourself because i say this because i've recently had a conversation with someone about metabolisms and they said to me i think my metabolism metabolism is broken Ben so I was a bit like right go on fill me in and they were like well I don't know I don't know kind of ums and ahs and made a few noises so I sort of said to them right so okay tell me what your metabolism is like what it actually means so we had this kind of like two second like stare off and it ended up in a bit of like a lull. Um, obviously, like I've had permission to kind of share this story and obviously said to them like it wouldn't they wouldn't be named. Um, but basically, like they were unable to kind of tell me what it is. Um, but kind of deep down after like a few minutes of chat, it was just something that they've kind of associated with a lack of success. So they've kind of said, well, I've got a slow metabolism. This hasn't worked for me. Um, and like if you step back from that and think about it think about how weird and wonderful the human body is and then there, there, there isn't a personal trainer like on the planet that is qualified enough to um, like give out accurate sort of metabolic diagnosis you'd obviously need to go to like a sort of medical professional for something like that but the kind of point of this is that we, as human beings, we kind of look for an, like an issue instead of kind of auditing our um, sort of habits, our self-beliefs, the behaviours we have. Something as simple as like majorly overeating at the weekend, too many snacks, etc. I say this because I'm a human who loves delicious snacks. <laughs> And obviously, like, through my experience of, like, coaching people, it's generally not 
someone's metabolism for the reason that they haven't lost weight, dropped body fat, for example, it's too many calories, leading to us slamming down very hard on the sod it button. Anyway, I'm sort of digressing here, but definitions are generally weak and they are something that we kind of stand by. Like another one is like, I eat healthy, I eat clean. Like define clean for me. Like what does that even mean? Is that like eating a banana in the bath? Like (laughs) there isn't really a definition for what it actually means. Well, I suppose to my sort of, well, yeah, to be honest, to sort of the best of my knowledge, there isn't one. So, like, if someone's listening to this and they're like, they do know, like, let me know what it is. But, like, if you're trying to think about it like this, if you're trying to work towards something or work with something that doesn't exist and you kind of have this kind of weak, almost like self-identity, self-core around it, like, if you're unable to kind of explain what it is, but this is what you do, like... I know people like know personal trainers um, who sort of talk about the way that they eat food in that way because they kind of have like that's how their sort of relationship with food is. But if you take this to someone who doesn't really know much about food or how it works, it can lead to a lot of confusion and it may lead to someone believing that's the way that they need to do it for them regardless if they know what it means or why they do it sort of per se they might set out on this journey of doing it which leads to even more confusion so obviously like i would say to you like define clean eating like where 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 does that come from obviously it's like single food ingredients like really healthy stuff again i'm air quoting i know not good for a podcast but But saying these sort of things to yourself will build like an unhealthy relationship with food. Do you know what I mean? And it it leads to that unhealthy relationship with like, I'm air quoting again, but the things from the cinemas, right? Like for me, it's important that a client sort of builds their own identity around food. Like I have this idea that... um, you can kind of learn to understand like almost like the like the principles of food right like how it works um but if you don't have the sort of internal sort of belief then i don't think you can ever sort of build cultivate a diet that kind of fits around your life and have that kind of relationship with food that you are like honestly genuinely 100% relaxed about i suppose for example like the biggest thing that I've learned about myself, like <laughs> the obvious clacks and alert, are you ready? Like I love food. Like I, I'm, I am one of those people that are like, let's try this restaurant. Like let's go here. Like how do I cook this? How do I make this? Like I am definitely sort of hashtag cheesecake. But it, it took me a long time to understand that and process that and you might sort of laugh you might chuckle and you think well I obviously love food like food is the best but having that sort of mental conflict with you in a diet is difficult like being able to actually give yourself permission like honestly again this is a bit weird but to honestly give yourself permission to go and enjoy food on a diet I'm air quoting again like 
don't feel comfortable with the word, but you want a diet, you want a lifestyle that fits who you are, fits your family, fits everyone around you. Like for me, for example, I understand the principles. I'm comfortable with them. It's taken me time, but I'm comfortable with that. But if I look at how my life works, my son loves sweets. So for me to eat sweets like guilt-free and enjoy that experience with my son is a must for me, right? So I know in the grand scheme of things that eating a lot, a lot of sweets isn't as maybe optimal as eating like a lot of carrots, for example. But for me, there's not a chance that I am I'm going to give that sort of experience up for the fun that I'm going to have living my life with my son. Like, yes, obviously, like, I'm a fitness person, like, but I, but more important is that I want a life, I want an experience that is kind of, like, on my terms, right? Like, it's a sort of, like, a, a beautiful sort of form of non-attachment to food. So, like, If you sort of said to me, right, Ben, you can look like one of these ultimate cover models, I'd say, yes, please, like, I'd love to be jacked like that. But if you then said to me, right, Ben, you have to exchange that for the moments you're going to have with your son and the sweets. I tell you to swivel. <laughs> because even though I understand the principles... I'm not entirely ready to swap my kind of internal beliefs because I strongly believe that it's everything in moderation, right? Like, obviously, this is just me. This is just for me. Um, obviously, in terms of the podcast and the things that I talk about, I'll always talk about myself. Um, so, like, you, if you're listening to this, like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable about things that we're talking about. I just want to, like, question, critique your thinking. Because I, I want you to feel um, empowered in your own beliefs, your own choices. I want you to own the things that you say and that you do with exercise, with food, with how you feel about yourself, right? So, as I say all this, because you might be someone who needs more restraint with food. You might be someone who kind of needs like a bit, little bit less flexibility. Someone who needs to kind of look at their goal, needs more time to process the goal setting process. This is this is what I want you to do is is to sort of form your own opinion on what's important to you. Like but then ultimately what you need to actually do. The first thing you need to not do is buy into these like arbitrary terms and sort of beliefs and not sort of challenge them so it's kind of back to the kind of processed foods thing i think this would be a good way to explain it. if i was to say to you that you're never going to eat pizza again how likely is that <laughs> it's not very likely is it this isn't like obviously again to go over this this isn't an invitation for for you to completely do the opposite and just not care Ben's talking about flexibility. This is this is me saying that I want you to reflect on what it means for you to actually live a healthy life and have the body, have the confidence, have the belief in yourself, right? Like, do I think a nutrient-rich 
um, high protein, low processed, because you know what I mean if I say that, making up the majority of your, your days, weeks, months, foods, is would that be a good idea? Like, yes, I do believe that. Obviously, where possible. But would I ever say to anyone, like, don't eat pizza? No. It's, like, incomplete and, like, would be a silly statement to make. Another kind of statement that you hear quite a lot is about sugar. Sugar is bad. It's kind of, like, very easy to hear that and sort of believe it. Like, in what context is sugar bad? In what amount? Um, How frequent? Maybe bad for who? And then you sort of would look deeper into that, right, and say, like, what about fruit? Because there's like tons and tons of research to say that people who consume lots of fruit in their diet um, like maintain long-term weight loss. So is sugar bad because it's in fruit? Like these statements obviously need context to be defined. I would sort of urge everyone to before you make decisions, like think. I know that sounds silly, but there's that great quote, and I don't know who's, who's it's by, but it's something, again, I apologize if I butcher this, but it's along the lines of um, don't fool yourself because you are the easiest person to fool. So if you're, you have been telling yourself that you aren't going to eat sort of air quoting processed foods and then you find yourself eating them maybe excessively maybe binging it could be that your kind your outlook on fitness and food is the thing that's holding you back it's like similar to kind of clean eating you could be trying to eat healthily you could be like adding nuts coconut oil avocados for example and adding hundreds and hundreds thousands of calories into your diet for a healthy fat as opposed to kind of zooming out and looking at the the bigger picture. If like if you're someone who believes that their sort of metabolism is slow, um, like broken, that's something I've heard before. But really, you aren't sort of tracking the important variables like to long term weight loss, and more important like satiety, like feeling full, feeling satisfied. Like I suppose I like I realise like me saying some of this stuff, it may sound like I'm promoting like a really flexible lifestyle, like go freedom. I guess I'm purely promoting the flexibility that that's needed for you at certain points at certain times. Because I I I actually don't believe people need more rigidity. I think it's that constant chase of it that actually stunts people and actually stunts their goal. Like, yes, 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 it's, like, important to think about it, like, obviously. Um, But then, again, to step back, it's, like, what you eat will kind of, like, like, affect how much you eat, right? So, like, if you decide tomorrow that calories... Tomorrow, Ben, calories are the only thing that I'm going to actually care about and count. So you're like, yes, I'm on it. I'm going to get the cocoa pops out. 
like obviously enjoy it love cocoa pops but then obviously like bear in mind that like by lunchtime you could be absolutely ravenous <laughs> but then like obviously to counterbalance this like on the flip if you obsess about eating clean foods you're then going to maybe long term down the line or how comfortable you currently feel almost like I'm air quoting again damage your relationship with food like so I will always go back to this idea of like if you're starting something new like exercise or a diet or anything that you understand the kind of governing like fundamentals of like how it works because I, I like one thing I want to share from an experience that I had is that when you start to try and achieve something if you don't understand how it works the opposite will happen this is kind of where um almost like self-hatred like yo-yo dieting mindset comes from like people try when i say people i mean me <laughs> people try things without understanding like the underlying principles like i said because once i cut out everything that i thought was delightful out of my diet right like with the intention i had the intention that i was going to do this for a long term like i didn't think that there would be an end point. I didn't think, I thought this was me. This was my identity. This is what I do now. This is how I eat. This is what I have to do. I have to like punish myself to get to this point. Which obviously led me to being extremely fatigued around that diet. I didn't know what the principles were. I never considered to think why my goal wasn't working because I had the fitness blinkers on. Like, I didn't know why. I didn't know how. I didn't understand what e energy balance was. I didn't understand satiety. I didn't understand sleep. Like, I, I just purely, purely didn't consider any of it. Like I, like, I was desperate. Like, many people are desperate. It's desperation. It's that feeling of... That leads to sort of cut this, that. I'll cut it all out without even any thought at all. It's just that lack of long-term consequence. We're willing to do, obviously, within reason, anything to kind of achieve it. Like, people won't sort of damage their sort of metabolism per se. People kind of create, like, a very small calorie deficit. But because of the difficulty of the diet they're attempting, it feels terrible. The experience is awful. And then it ultimately, like, inevitably, the sodic button gets slammed. And then they plunge into excessive calories. As, like, and then, then they're in a surplus. And then, the, like, thoughts of, like, sadness. You feel like you're a failure. Um, like, But it's, like, through an unreflected kind of, almost, like, unchallenged... Because you don't challenge yourself. You just go along with it. Unchallenged diet patterns. So like if you think about it, you've obviously created a small deficit for a few days. Then <laughs> the weekend comes and you've created a large surplus in like a few mouthfuls in like a couple of meals. So it's not actually your metabolism that's um, slowing you down. It's that sort of inevitable sort of binge mentality the 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 famous sod it button 
So something that's kind of, I would say, something that's worth considering is the false beliefs, right? Those false definitions, that sort of thought process that you may currently have, that's the stuff that's going to prevent you from actually achieving what you actually want, right? Like, like, as I said at the beginning of this, right, I want you to unlearn. I want you to kind of critique your current thinking. Like, look at your mindset around food. Actually, sod that. Your your life mindset, right? Like, who has the biggest influence on you? Like, where have... Um, where do you kind of get all your information from? Like, do you ever sort of stop and like critique? Do you ever stop and think about that information? Because what you may currently believe like might not be true, right? Again, I say this because this is the stuff that I was doing and it's important for someone to stop you and to make you think and go, hang on a minute, I'm just doing something like, we can sort of consciously decide who we actually want to be, right? Like, with enough kind of forward planning, we can very much sort of change the entire traje trajectory. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say. Of our, like, of our entire life, like, it's very important to ignore the negative points of our past, the things, the errors that we've made. Like, obviously, we learn from them and we use them to plan the future. We don't carry them forward. When we're going on, when we want to change, right, like, it's important that we bring the good stuff with us. Don't leave that because that's what makes you who you are, right? Like, if you decide to define yourself like as a failure, um, I'm an emotional eater, I'm not intelligent, I'm stupid, I'm not athletic, I don't do this, I don't do that. There'll be like a very, very strong reality nothing will change in your near to long-term future you have to sort of challenge that definition that you put on yourself we put them on no one else does that like i'd ask you why is it just like a kind of like is it just like a cop-out is it something that is almost like ingrained like onto what is it have we ingrained it on ourselves for that long that we now actually believe it to be true because like who you spend the most time with what you kind of almost like put into your mind as in like what you listen to will be a huge factor on everything like on how you think all that stuff is just like mental juggling Like, I think about this stuff, like, quite a lot. Like, all the kind of real self-help stuff, like, actual, actual, like, real-time personal development comes from sort of compound interest. Like, what are you going to sort of do for your long term? Like, what information are you 
going to take hold of? What information are you going to actually process and use? Like it's very, very easy to listen to something and then sort of get that instant sort of dopamine hit, that instant, oh yeah, wow, I feel absolutely fantastic. But then you don't do anything with that information. So I would sort of always promote, I guess, prompt, maybe it's a better word, for you to kind of audit your own sort of self-beliefs, your own sort of thinking, the information that we've learned so far, like in our life, the stuff that we implement on a daily basis without thinking. Like something I've really tried to shift in myself over the last like handful of years is like having like a growth mindset. Like obviously right now with what we've got going on with like COVID and stuff, like it's it's bizarre, right? It's really weird, but it's so, so important that we kind of lean into the sort of fear, the, the sort of panic um, because that's how you will grow. That's like how you work work out things about yourself. Like it's how you become the person that you want to be. Like, be. What I'm kind of saying is I want you to actively push back against like self-limiting beliefs. There's things that we've learned from like our parents, from friends, like, et cetera. Like this isn't me saying that you're, the people around us are bad or like ignore them because it's coming from a place of, of love. Like people are only sort of capable of taking you as deep as they have been themselves. We as a human being, like we'll always strive for more and I want you to have that, but I want it, I want you to have it on your own terms. I want you to understand it. I want you to realize that it's moving, right? Like opinions are like water. They're fluid. It's liquid. It's always changing. It's always developing. I want you to have control of where you're going and what you're doing with your fitness, with your food, with your life, with everything. I'm going to stop myself before I ramble on it anymore. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. I'd absolutely love it if I, if you could let me know what your biggest takeaway was, what are you actually going to implement? What are you going to go and think about? I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week. I will speak to you same time next. See you later.